Welcome to the Weight Loss for South Asian Women Professionals podcast. I'm your host, certified life and weight loss coach and physician, Dr. Amruti Chowdhury, MBBS. I lost over 92 pounds using the mind management tools I teach. In this podcast, you will learn how to lose weight for the last time by taking control of your mind. Once you deal with the mental weight, the physical weight will be much easier to release. If you're ready for a fresh new perspective on weight loss, you're in the right place. Hi, lovely ladies. You are listening to this podcast episode and currently the group coaching program for November is open for enrollment. So if you are listening as it comes out, then the group coaching program enrollment is open from now up until the 21st of October 2022. And I would love to have you in the group. I know that you have been listening to me, either you've just kind of been introduced to me or you've been listening to me for a long time and you're listening because you just wanna lose weight for the last time. You're just so fed up of having to deal with this weight issue again and again and again and having it take up so much of your mind space. So this is the program that will get to the root cause of your overeating and deal with it for good. So make sure you go to the website www.amruticoaching.com forward slash group to get your application in. If you would like to book a free consult with me, then you will also be able to specify that on the application and we will be able to talk about what you're struggling with, what you'd like to achieve and how coaching may be able to help you. So I would love to speak to you. So make sure you get in touch and put in your applications on the website. So the website again is www.amruticoaching.com forward slash group. Okay, now let's get into the podcast. Hello, ladies, and welcome to the podcast. Today, I have an extra special guest on the podcast. I have one of my amazing clients, Divya, on the podcast. Divya is an amazing client. She went all in on the program and was able to create some tremendous results. She was able to lose over 20 pounds in the program while starting at nearly normal BMI. So I'm going to let her introduce herself and tell us a little bit about her. Welcome to the podcast, Divya. Hi, Amriti. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Fine, thank you. Um, Yeah, so I'm Divya and yeah, I've been sort of up and down with my weight and also I've had a few like um, hormonal issues like skin problems and things like that and I just wanted to try something different mm. so I've been you know looking at what Amruti's been doing for a while mm. and it took me about good a year or so to kind mm. of say you know to say okay I'm you know try and go for it and see how it goes mm. and um, yeah I just one day I just woke up and I said okay I'm going to contact her now yeah <laughs> that's so fun because I wonder yeah. like so many of my clients have been following me for a long time and um, they're like oh I want to contact her but I'm not gonna so what was it that made you that day say yes I'm gonna contact her now I, I just think it's just the whole like every day you're just thinking okay I'm gonna do this to try I'm gonna try this I'm gonna try this I'm gonna try this and then your mind is just going all over the place and then you just end up giving up Mm. So I was like, um, I think it would be good to just get a bit of a steer. Mm. And um, yeah, so I thought I'd come to you. 
you read so many things on the internet and you get so many different ideas and then you don't know what's right for you. You don't know if it's going to be correct. Mm. So, um, so yeah, I, I just thought, let me just give it a try. So, yeah. yeah, I'm so glad you did. And I know that you got some tremendous results in the program. So tell us about, firstly, I know most of my clients need, like to know about the weight. So tell us about your, your weights in the program and then we'll talk about all the other things. Yeah, so initially the highest I've ever been is about uh, 70 kg. And from there, I've lost about, I would say, about 14 kilos. What? So, yeah, so um, I've always been going up and down, up and down with my weight. And uh, I've never been able to keep it steady. Mm. And I just needed, yeah, some sort of guidance in what to eat and, you know, things like that. And uh, I thought the program really, really helped me. Yeah. And control and um yeah, just choose what I eat as well, make make choices. Mm. Um so that was really good. Mm. Um yeah. And now it's just like automated, like I just make the choice and I, sometimes I don't even have to think about it. I just say, no, I don't want this. Yeah. You know, I don't feel like this. Um so yeah, it's really good. It's been amazing amazing oh my gosh that is so fun to hear because so many people think that they're going to have so much drama about food because they come in because they've got so much food drama right they've got mm -hmm. should, I eat, should I eat this I don't know but this will make me put on weight oh I shouldn't really have that oh that's being naughty like so much of those food thoughts so how uh, did it start off for you and then what was it like after the program with all of that food chatter in your brain well I just think like okay I know I used to love chocolates I still do Mm -hmm. um that was probably one of my weakest points and yeah and it was trying to give that up well I didn't give it up I just initially said no to it until you said okay fine you can stop eating it mm -hmm. um so yeah it was hard I had to control it I had to feel my thoughts and feel feel everything that I'm like the reason why I want it am I really hungry I needed to ask all these questions mm. and then when I started analyzing those things mm. Um, I started getting used to it and now I don't hardly have it. Yeah. Um, There's so yeah. much you said there that was like gold. Some people say, will I have to give up anything in the program? And as most of you know, I suggest no sugar, no flour, but so many people in my, in my programs, sometimes they have sugar and flour. And me as a weight loss coach, I have <laughs> chocolate every single day. So I have some mm. sugar on my plan every day. So this is a guidance. This is like based on the science that it's going to be the quickest for you. But not everyone follows that to the T. And as Divya said, you may want to, when you're becoming fat adapted, give up the food for a certain amount of time. So I think I get, I told you for about six to eight weeks until yeah. you're adapted, try and see how you go without the chocolate. And then you introduced it, right? And yeah. um, then you were introducing it in a way where you were having like small amounts and seeing how you reacted to it. And then you started mm. introducing it more often based on how you were doing, right? Um, yeah. What you said that was amazing was that now you are like a bit more okay with when you're feeling a little bit of an urge or a bit of hunger, because yeah. initially when you came in, that would freak you out. You were like, why am I feeling so hungry? Or I'm getting this urge to eat this and it's really strong. So tell us about that experience. Um, well, obviously, you know, you go through different cycles in your like throughout like maybe every month or every you know so you're going to get different hunger sort of yeah. pangs and sometimes you might not feel hungry at all so some once in a while it's okay to have yeah um 
what you want, a bit of sugar, a bit of chocolate, a bit of cake, you know, it's okay. Um, because you know, like you're actually your body is telling you that it wants it. So it's it's just listening to what it's what it what it's saying and what it what you you know and following it through. Um but sometimes you don't feel like anything and that's okay as well. I mean, you're just balancing that, aren't you, really? So, yeah. It's so interesting that you say this so calmly because at the beginning, (laughs) you were like, (laughs) what? I can't, I'm not allowed to eat these things. And I remember when you had work dues and you were like, wait, what? I'm going to have like, you know, things there that are off protocol. Like, how do I deal with that? And now you talk about it so calmly, which makes me realize that you've just, like instead of asking me for the approval you've given yourself that own internal approval to be like hey mm-hmm. I'm gonna try it out if it doesn't work then I'll just tweak it a little bit it's no big deal and mm-hmm. so you are that owning authority rather than asking your coach for that that is so fun as a coach to see because now yeah. you can do that by yourself you don't ever need- I, yeah I do that by myself all the time so and like you yeah. say it so normally now, but I want you to remember back to when we started and it was mm. much like, can I have this? Can I have that? What should I do here? What should I do there? And now mm. you're able to very normally do it for yourself, which is the biggest gift as your coach to be like, mm. you know, she doesn't need me. She has learned the tools and she's great to yeah. by herself. So fun. Okay. Yeah. So what I wanted to touch on was you learned some new tools in this program that you may never have learned elsewhere. Which ones of these tools were the most useful for you and why? I think the planning and the thought downloads was really, really good for me. Um, it just structured everything, all my thoughts and stuff. Yeah. Um, it just, imagine like a crazy wire going in, in your mind. It's just like kind of detangling it. It was really good. It was a good experience. Um, and it's really helped in other areas of my life as well. So um so yeah what kind of areas of your life has it helped in like work um I'm a bit more like relaxed I take things one at a time yeah like social life everything it's just yeah it's just so much better because I don't one minute think one thing next minute think think another thing and you know yeah it's just a bit more structured I would say and I think what we worked on a lot was you trusting your own like ability to create the results that you want so like basically trusting that you are able to do it for yourself because I know that like when you went on a work do or when you went on holiday that's when you would worry would I still be able to stick to it so tell us a bit Um, about that what happened then so yeah I mean going on holiday was my biggest fear it's like I know there's going to be loads of food, loads of alcohol, unlimited breakfast and, you know, all this stuff. I'm, well, how am I going to cope with this? But yeah, I had it here and there. And I know I knew that, okay, I was going to put on a little bit of weight. But as soon as I got back, it just, it just went literally. Mm. Um, I did feel like I overindulged. So I think my body just naturally just wanted to go back to how, what I was doing before. And yeah, it just, it just kept it off. It just like, just, it's so fun yeah. to do that because so many of my clients think they have to be perfect all the time to get results. And I just want you to hear what Divya just said there, that she overate on holiday and it wasn't that much of a big deal. I think the first time you gained one kilo on holiday. Was yeah, first time. First and time. then that was gone within a few days. And yeah. is it the second time you, you gained some weight, but then it went off as well? Like that. Yeah, second time it was a little bit more because I yeah it was a little bit more and then um 
yeah, that just went after as well. Just, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's really fun to see that, yes, you can enjoy your holidays and it doesn't have to impede your weight loss goals because you just come back and you just get back to it and it doesn't have to be a big deal. But that was only the case because we worked so much on your mindset because mm. you would have freaked out and you would have thought, oh my gosh, there's so much going on here. I've gained weight. And then that would have been like, I'm doing it wrong, which would have made you feel bad, which would have made you take actions of overeating to compensate that. And then you would have kept gaining more and like proving to yourself mm. you it wrong. So because we were able to set that mindset foundation, you weren't able to know that, oh yeah, hold on. Even if I gain weight, I know exactly what I need to do to get back on. Yeah. And that was your thought that brought you on there. I remember like coaching you on that a few times, right? Yeah. So um but then again, even now, like I eat a lot less than what I used mm. to because my body's not used to eating how I used to eat on holiday. So mm. yeah, you you pick on things that are not part of protocol or not in that, but you don't eat as much of it anyway as now. Yeah. So and that's that's what we did about becoming fat adapted and and like becoming appetite corrected, right? So initially yeah. you were able to eat way more than what your body needed. And mm. then when we balanced out your hunger hormones, you were then able to notice, oh, hold on, I'm actually comfortable now. I don't need to eat anymore. And yeah. your appetite shrunk quite drastically, didn't it? And yeah. you were eating a lot less, but not because you were depriving yourself, but more because your body was just telling you how much it needed and you were respecting that, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, definitely. So even now I, I sometimes, you know, eat a lot less. And yeah, I think it's because mainly probably because of my sugar levels I mean you can tell me more about that but because I think before it was going high and low very quickly Mm. but now it's like quite steady so you don't feel as hungry as much exactly that yeah yeah you're what you're talking about is your insulin spikes and Mm. the way that I suggest it is if you have no sugar no flour for the majority of your diet then you're not getting those huge insulin spikes because insulin is that fat storage hormone that makes you want to store fat And when you are not having huge insulin spikes, then you're less likely to go into fat storage mode. And when you do intermittent fasting as well, then that lowers your insulin levels as well. So it makes it easier for you to go into fat burning mode rather than fat storage mode. But Mm -hmm. if you wanted to know more about that, you can go and listen to the Hunger Hormones podcast earlier on in the podcast. That will really help. Okay, so I found that one of the main things we worked on was your people pleasing behavior. So tell us a bit about that. So, yeah, I mean, when I go go out and, you know, it's like uh, people would expect me to drink loads and, you know, because I'm, I'm apparently a lot of fun. Like when I'm... You are a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, okay, so if I don't drink, what are people going to think? And, you know, this and that. And I was like, I, I have to, I have to stop that. Um, I have to do it. You know, I have to do what's good for me and think about me. And now when I go out, I just have one drink. So I can't even have much, to be honest, right now. It's just, yeah, it's just, but I don't force myself. I just have what I want to have. Mm. And that's it. Um, I, I see it more as you're going to socialize. You're not going to, you know, you're not getting yourself drunk all the time. It's not always about that. You're going to see see how others are doing. They, they come to see you, see how mm. you're doing. And that's what it's all about, you know. And you're saying this so certainly right now, but Mm. I want you to remember a year ago when we started 
and you were very much like oh my gosh what are they gonna think they're not gonna like they're not gonna like how I am now they're gonna think I'm a party pooper they, they're gonna think that I'm you know I'm going out and I'm not even joining in the fun mm. we coached so much on it that now this is your norm to think yeah hold on maybe they just want to see me for me maybe they yeah. just want to like be with me maybe they just want to connect with me and it doesn't have to be all about the food and the alcohol that's so fun yeah. is your coach that it's just so ingrained in you now it's just, it's just so normal yeah like now when I go out I just I hardly have anything I just have one or two no, I haven't even had two drinks I've only had one drink here and there that's it but you also so, know that you can have two anytime you want and it, it wouldn't be a yeah I know that and um but it, I just take it as okay if I feel like having it then I'll have it otherwise mm-hmm. I won't I'm not I'm not restricting myself I'm doing it if I want it yeah I, yeah so um I remember you saying that one of the main things that you gained were you were able to wear clothes that you weren't able to wear before. You were like, you know what? I never used to be able to wear certain clothes and I used to like always keep changing out of different clothes and stuff. And um, yeah, yeah. Tell me about that. What happened there? Yeah, every time I used to go out and I used to think, okay, will this look okay? Will that look okay? But now I just pick whatever. I just, just, yeah, whatever I haven't worn for a while, I just pick it out. And then I just wear that, you know, Um, I don't have to think two weeks before what am I going to wear at this party or I don't have to think like that. I just think of it on the day. Like I don't have to worry. So, uh, yeah, that's freedom. Definitely. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's freedom. And thinking Um, when you were when you started, what was how was that different for you? Yeah. I mean, before I started, I didn't like wearing certain things. Yeah, I didn't want to show my tummy. I had to like wear baggy clothes on top because I thought my tummy would show a lot, lots, you know. So, yeah, but now I don't really bother with that. Just, yeah, I just wear what I want. Um, And I don't think that's just because of the weight. I think it's because also you've worked on the loving yourself regardless. Yeah. Initially, before you actually lost the weight, we had to work on loving yourself regardless at whatever weight. Mm -hmm. Only Mm -hmm. then could you lose the weight. Because most people think, oh, I'll start loving myself when I have lost the weight. But it works the opposite way around, right? Because if it's your thoughts that create your results, then Mm. you have to work on loving yourself and thinking loving thoughts about yourself and believing them before you can actually create that result for yourself. So how did that work for you in this journey? I mean, I knew I was going to get asked a lot of questions, like, why are you doing this? Why, you know, and um, it's like, uh, I've, I've gone through that now. Like I've, I'm not worried about what others think. I'm just doing it what's good for me, mm. and it doesn't affect them, so it doesn't matter. Mm. It's, it affects you, and in a good way. So that that's why, um, yeah, it's a process. Like you, you obviously have to face those things, like those things that come up. Mm. But um, once that phase is gone, it's it's relatively easy after that. Mm. So you have a lot of um thoughts about okay what what are others going to think how am I going to do this what if I go to this wedding how am I going to cope you know all of that those fears just went after you know just how when did those fears go because I think that's such a big worry for so many of of my clients initially because they're like wait how am I going to make this work in my everyday life so what would you have to say about that I don't know really (laughs) 
because it's so natural to me now. I just don't know how to uh, <laughs> how to go back to how I used to think. Um, Wait, hold on. I just want you to want to stop you there and tell you how amazing that is. Because <laughs> initially, it was like, "Wait, what? Am I allowed to have this or this or this?" I don't even know how I used to think before. Right. <laughs> That's what, you, what it was very much like. Am I allowed this? Am I allowed that? Am I? I don't know. What am I going to eat? I can't have this. This is boring. All of that was coming up initially, and yeah. Now, is very much like oh this is just the norm I don't even remember what I used to think about which yeah. is so fun to see as your coach because it's like wait these are the thoughts you're repeating to yourself every single day and yeah. then they become your norm yeah so you just keep so, reinforcing to yourself how easy this is and this is just the norm and this is just how I eat and it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks and it's fine yeah. and I'm doing this for me but initially that was the biggest hurdle that you had to overcome. What yeah. other people thought of you? What would you, how would you respond? So often in the coaching sessions, we would practice that, right? We would practice, mm. okay, this person may say this, what would you do? And it felt a bit like weird at the time, but it really helped you like practice how you would respond to some of those like awkward yeah. situations, right? Because after a while you forget about your old habits, don't you? Once If you've repeated it, if you're repeating something new for a long time, mm. then you get used to the new way. So mm-hmm. then you forget what you used to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what's happened here, really. I just, yeah, I don't, uh, I think I used to eat probably four times as much as I eat now. Wow. Yeah. And I could never go back to that. Yeah. I, I, yeah. And do you never... feel restricted? Because so many people would may hear that and be like, wait, what? You're only eating a quarter of what you used to. Like you're restricting yourself. How would you respond to that? Um, well, I know I know I used to overeat a lot anyway. So sometimes I'd, I'd, I'd go out with my friends. Like before I go out, I'd eat something. And then when I'm at the restaurant, I'd eat again. And then sometimes a couple of hours later, I'll eat again. So I know I, I used to overeat anyway. Mm-hmm. So cutting that down to a quarter is what I think is normal. Mm. Because for me, that's normal. Um, it only yeah. became normal after you started paying attention to your hunger signals and things, right? Yeah. Because initially it was then you were eating a little bit less, then a little bit less, then a little bit less. And then you were like, when I eat more than this, I actually feel uncomfortable, mm. and overfull. And I don't like that feeling. So that's when you started to kind of like understand, okay, when I, I need to eat this much to be comfortable, right? Mm. Yeah. yeah. So um, I don't eat as much as I used to. And it's not like I'm stopping myself. I'm eating when I'm satisfied, up to when I'm satisfied, and that's it. I'm not going crazy and my tummy's like stretching like crazy. I don't go to that extent anymore. It's not like that. And I think so much of it was normalizing eating to enough rather than eating to overfull for you. Yeah. Because when we got used to the emo- the the like sensations in your body of this is what enough feels like. I don't need to eat to like overfull or anything like that. And when you like practice that again and again, then you were like, oh, wait, hold on. I actually, this is where I'm meant to be eating until because that's what my body is telling me. But I've just Mm. been ignoring these signals for so long because my mind keeps telling me eat more, eat more, eat more. So when you were able to control that mind and actually listen to your body and pay attention to those body signals, that's when everything changed for you, right? Because I know that because you were you were actually starting more or less near normal BMI. Am I correct? when you started so then you lost 20 pounds in the um well more than that in the program in Mm. months even though you were at more or less at normal BMI at the beginning Mm -hmm. this was only because you were willing to challenge those kind of thoughts and you were really good at that so you know like I have uh, evaluation questions every day in the Mm. program you would fill them in 
you would yeah. plan your food and if you didn't you would kind of like try and make some sort of plan in your head and so yeah you're willing to do that work and mm. like do that regularly so you did that for the six months what is your life like now with all of that would you say well sometimes I may not do that I may not evaluate and but it's natural right it's just right. second nature right. so I don't have to think about it just mm. automatically it's just automated it just happens I love that so much because basically you practiced it so much it's just become your norm now yeah. you, you know it just happens so so for, for those of you who are worried oh my gosh I can't plan for the rest of my life you don't need to plan for the rest of your life if you don't want to and it becomes second nature to you you don't have to it's completely yeah. right yeah um and um it's like yeah I I, I do like the self-talk in terms of yeah what I'm going to have today what do I feel like today mm. and yeah I just do that and that's it and um I don't need to worry about it yeah sounds like you're so much more loving to yourself because yeah. before you used to beat yourself up a hell of a lot right it's like mm. like uh, I you know it's not good enough or you know a lot of those thoughts used to come in now it seems like you're just so much more like calm and grounded in yourself that it's mm-hmm. that isn't just as much of a of a loop in your brain and it yeah. just sounds like you're you're willing to pay that attention to yourself and not worry about what others think, which is huge, yeah. especially in our society and in our culture where women are often told to put themselves last and put everyone else first and things. Yeah. So for you to be able to do that is like a really big deal. So well done. Mm. I mean, it's huge. Okay. So what I wanted to ask you, were what were the things that you gained in the program that you didn't even imagine that you would gain? The fact that my weight is just steady. Mm. Like I don't, it's never been this steady. Mm. Um, the fact that, okay, sometimes you have good and bad days and bad days is natural. It happens as well. And how to go about it and how to, yeah, and how to control that and not let it affect your life. I think that's really good in terms of your coaching. Uh, that really helped me as well. Yeah. And sometimes when you have those bad days, you use food to yeah you, you tend to use food to kind of relieve that about those bad days mm. and I've learned not to do that so yeah and I and I think that what we coached on so much was relieving with food is was the norm right like that's what we mm. all learned how to do and when really when we really asked ourselves what do we really need right now so much of what you just wanted was like calming down your nervous system being okay with what you wanted to do and when you were able to provide yourself, so it may have been rest, I just wanted to rest. When you were pr- able to not eat instead of rest and actually give yourself what your body needed, that's when you were able to release that grip on food, on eating to make yourself feel better, right? Mm. Because you were able to give your body what it actually needed. So that was a huge yeah. shift because you were able to listen more to your body than what your brain was saying all the time, right? Also, the amazing thing is I barely exercise. It's just ah. I I hardly even do much working out, and sometimes I'm I'm like okay I should actually be working out for my for my body at least like mm-hmm. just to make sure my you know my joints and muscles and all that, but I don't need to excessively do it. It's mm. just maybe go for a couple of walks, do a bit of yoga or something, yeah. meditation, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Nothing too excessive. Oh my gosh. And tell me how you started off the program and then what I advised you. In so the- I used to do 20,000 steps a day and I still wasn't losing anything. So mm. I was like, this is not right at all. Mm. Um, there must be something 
odd I'm doing. And um, I stopped that after. No, I, I think I cut it down to 10,000 after. I was like, I can't stop it. I'm just so used to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I stopped it. I cut it down. N- then you t- then you advised me to cut it down, to stop it completely for a little while. And then, um, then yeah, it's like now I don't really need to. I do it for my own, like, mental health. But mm-hmm. I don't do it for to maintain my weight anymore. Yeah, that is huge, everyone. I want you to really hear that. So many of us get conditioned to believe that we need to exercise to lose weight. Here, I had to advise Divya to stop exercising because actually what was happening is it was actually causing an increased stress response in her body. And then she was raising her stress hormone, which is cortisol, which impacts her insulin levels. So then what was happening is she was gaining weight whilst exercising or staying the same. So what we had to do was stop it for a little while, because also what was happening is I think you were overeating because you were hungry from the exercise. Exercise is only 5% of weight loss and 95% is diet and mindset. When you are exercising and then you're overeating, you're going to always end up gaining weight or staying the same. You're not going to lose. And so that's why when when we say, oh, I've exercised, I can just eat something. That is never going to work in weight loss because (laughs) you're always going to be staying the same or gaining. So it was so fun to see that we actually lowered your exercise and you were able to lose weight much quicker. So that is... if, I mean, if I wanted to exercise, I'd do something that would tone me up, just something to like make me stronger, but that's it. And a little bit of walking here and there just to kind of, you know, get some movement in my body and that's it. Um, yeah. I wouldn't go crazy. What did you like feel about being in a group? Because I know initially you were a bit worried because you said you're a bit of a private person. So what would I it am. be like in a group? So tell me what your experience was like being in a group. I think knowing that everyone has different problems, everyone has different things going on in their life. And I think hearing other people's problems and the way they can be solved, it can also apply to you as well. So I thought it was really good to, and sometimes you can also advise and then you end up listening to your own advice as well. So that was really, yeah, I found that a couple of times as well. So that was really good. And then you remember, oh yeah, I told this person this, this time. Yeah. I remember that maybe I should do that as well <laughs> yeah. isn't it so fun because we can access our own brains when we're giving advice to others but we yeah. don't have to listen to our own advice right? yeah 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 so, uh, I find that as a coach as well because I I'm coaching you guys all the time and sometimes I'm like hey I should probably do that myself <laughs> yeah and it's, it's it's like you're not alone you know that's what you feel like as well there's many people who go through different problems and yeah yeah it's yeah it helps yeah. minimize the shame as well, because so many mm. people feel shame when they are on this weight loss journey. They think, oh, my gosh, I shouldn't be going through this. There's something wrong with me. I'm like broken or I'm just greedy or I'm lazy or whatever those thoughts may be. And when you see everyone else coming together and like talking about the same issues, the thing that's so fun about group coaching is everyone is going through the same issues. So when I'm coaching one mm. of you on, on it, all of you get coached on the same thing, which is really fun. And what was really yeah. fun also is watching you guys like d- d- like help each other as well. Be like, hey, I try this, I try this. And so that's what you were talking about, right? When you were giving yeah. um, options to others, you were like, oh, hold on, I can try that too, which is because mm. then it accesses different parts of your brain to kind of make it a more whole experience for you, right? Mm. And another thing I sort of found is that, okay, you see, read a lot of things about like say intermittent fasting and I had done intermittent fasting before and but I was doing it wrong 
so it was like I wasn't doing it properly and I was still eating more than I needed to Mm. so this program really helped me to make me think okay this is the right this is the correct way this is and again there's no correct way as you're saying it's what works for you Mm. and I may I kind of took your advice and I made it work for me basically Mm. yeah and also you didn't stick to every single tiny little thing you still ate off protocol on holiday when you were at work events and things and that is great because that is life so you made Mm. it work for you in your life which is what is like so fun about this because I'll give you the guidelines but then you make it work for you and a lot of people think wait hold on I'm so used to having an exact protocol you need to eat this 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 and this but this is a very different program for that isn't it so can you just explain to the listeners how it is for you in terms of like planning your own food and creating your own food protocol yeah I mean sometimes um, I may sometimes actually to be honest sometimes I don't even know like what I'm gonna have for dinner but I actually make it work for me like Mm -hmm. I go home and then I see what's there and then I just make it work like sometimes I may not have time to plan initially yes I did it because I had to change my mindset Mm -hmm. but after that I wanted it to be a way of life so I try to yeah when I get home I just make it work for me and I didn't want everything to be so regimented as well. Yeah. I didn't want it to be like that. So yeah. um, that's huge but, because what you basically did was you learn all the guidelines and then mm-hmm. you decided I'm going to pick and choose which ones are useful for me and I'm going to make it work for me, which is mm-hmm. what is going to, which is why you've maintained your weight loss for like a year, right? Because yeah. you're able to like make it work for you, which is why yeah. this program is so fun because I don't tell you exactly what to eat. I give you a a sample protocol and then you get to choose from there what's going to suit you, your family, what you're going to like to eat. And then you get to pick from there. So that's why it's Mm. sustainable, because then you know exactly what you are eating and when it fits Mm. in with family, it fits in with, you know, when you're going out to eat and things like that. So I'm telling you, you have to eat green beans. You get to decide, Mm. you know, and it's so much more because different people like different things. And yeah. some people will go more low carb. Some people will eat sugar and flour. Some people will do fasting for longer. Some people will, you know, there's so many different ways of doing mm-hmm. it. But this is how you find the way that suits you and that will mm-hmm. like work for you. So that's really fun for you. Tell me now, when you chose this program, you had some doubts. You said that there was like you were not ready for a whole year. What held you back and what helped you sign up? Well, I thought, okay, let me try different things. Uh, I tried the steps. I thought, yeah, you know, maybe the steps might help. Then I was like, okay, should I go to the gym? But I was like, I don't really want to go to the, I've done that before. I used to do loads of swimming. I used to swim like 60 laps a day. Mm-hmm. And um, yes, it, you know, it helped my fitness and stuff, but it's not sustainable to do that every single day for me. I just couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And then I stopped for a little while. I did it for about a month and then I stopped. So then I was like, I need to try something different. And then I saw your program. And then, yeah, I just it just took me about a year or so to decide, okay, I'm going to mm. do it now. Mm. And I think it was mainly, one thing was my skin. It was really affecting my skin. Like some, whatever I was doing, whether mm. it was too much exercise or whether it was just affecting my skin. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I need to do something about it. So yeah, and okay, that's when I came to you. Mm. And then you know, I got two things in more than two things in one go because I got the weight loss and I got my skin issue resolved. Wow. Um, and I don't, I, I used to spend so much money on these creams and stuff like that. I don't do that anymore. 
Like mm-hmm. I don't have to buy all these expensive face washes or any of that anymore. I don't do any of that. So that's so fun. Saving money there. Yeah. You know? Because initially it's a cost, but then it yeah. lasts for your lifetime, right? Because now you yeah. never have to worry about your weight or your skin really for your life. Yeah. And so a lot of people think it's a lot of money up front. What would you like to say to them for if they're thinking that? Yeah, initially I, I thought the same as what everybody else would yeah. think. Yeah, it's a lot, a lot of money. But now at the moment, I would say I'm saving more because mm-hmm. I don't go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't buy random foods that I don't need. Mm-hmm. Um, so I tend to buy a lot less than what I used to in terms mm-hmm. of groceries and things like that. Don't I don't need half of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and in terms of skincare, I don't hardly spend any money on that. Mm-hmm. So... I, in the long run, yes, you mm. you gain that back yeah. in no time. So, and what about in the mental drama that you had about your food and about your weight and stuff like that? What would you like to say about that? The cost of that for you? Yeah, I mean, every time like you you decide on something, you think, okay, let me sign up to a gym membership. Maybe that might work when I go. You know, and it's like. It was exhausting because every day you're thinking of different things. Okay, let me do this. Let me do that. Let me do this. Let me do that. And then nothing works for you. It's a bit dis- you feel disappointed. Mm. And then you end up eating and you gain more weight. You feel more anxious about the way you look, mm. everything. So, yeah, it is, I, don't, I don't do that anymore. Mm. So, Isn't that yeah. so fun? You have like so much more mind space to kind of just be you, do the things yeah. you want to do in life. Exactly. And it's just- you seem so much calmer than when we started because you're just like so free that all of that space that you had talking about food and your and your weight and stuff for so long mm. has now been released and it's released forever. Mm. So you've got all that mind space to do whatever you want, which is so fun. I love mm. that for you. So mm. thank you so much for coming on this podcast today, Vivia. It's thank you, so fun, fun to have you here. Is there yeah. anything else you would like, any last things you would like to say to the listeners at all? Yeah, it, you know what it took me a long time to say yes okay I'll, I'll go for this program uh, it's probably the same as all of you guys at the moment all of you ladies out there are at the moment probably thinking the same but I just went over the rope and I just went for it and it really helped me you, you do have to be in the mindset that yes I'm going to do this I'm going to mm-hmm. do this you will fail sometimes mm. no one's perfect initially mm. but you just have to take it day by day and then the next day you just kind of carry on mm. and tr- and it will work it will work if you, if you, if you go through that mindset you'll be f- you'll be fine yeah oh my um, gosh that is such amazing advice because so many people have tried so many different things and we just feel so disheartened right because we've tried mm. everything and it's just not working it feels so draining it feels so exhausting mm. and then when you decide that actually i'm going to get to the root cause of why this is going on for me and you actually deal with the thoughts and the feelings and you actually like, even if it feels weird, even if it feels woo, even if it feels yeah. awkward and do that, that is so powerful. So just, just to end, how was it for you feeling your emotions, talking about your thoughts and things like that? It's like getting to know you that you've never really thought about. or You always look at, look outside of what's going on. You don't really look in your inner world and mm. it really helps look at that mm. and explore that that's that's just as important as as what is going around you as well Mm. even more important I'd say isn't it yeah yeah 
And I think I think that knowing your inner world is so important and it really helped me. Definitely. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your amazing wisdom with all the Thank listeners. You. I'm sure that they would have really picked up on so many of the things that you've talked about. And I really appreciate you. You have created tremendous success and I'm so proud to be your coach. Thank you. Thanks, Amrithi. Take care. Bye. Bye. For more free resources and for information on how to work with me, visit www.amruticoaching.com.